there, friends, and welcome to the Paranatural Podcast. My name is Ben, and tonight I have a very special little episode for you guys. Uh, so what this is, is on my birthday, my best good friend Jacob decided to write and record a special story just for me because he is a wonderful and true friend like that. Uh, it's a silly, entertaining, heartwarming story, and I'm pretty sure you guys will enjoy it. So without further ado, here you go. Oh, uh, by the way, my birthday is not anytime near when you're going to hear this recording. Um, he recorded this for me in April. He mentions this in the story. Uh, I just ADHD'd so hard and forgot to fucking post it. So, but you're getting it now. So yeah, sorry about that, everybody. Uh, but here you go. Here is my special birthday story from my best good friend, Jacob. Once upon a time, there was a young lad named Benjamin. Though he had a large assortment of hobbies, his favorite was Bigfoot hunting. He wasn't able to hunt a Bigfoot, but once a year, this activity he saved for his birthday. His birthday was the optimal time for hunting Sasquatches, as it was in late April. This year, hopes were especially high. He had done an extensive amount of research on the location and the migration of a herd that he had been following all year long. Benjamin shared his research with his best pal, Jake. After a thorough explanation of his theory of where the Sasquatches may be, he could tell Jake was clueless. Benjamin knew, even though Jake had no idea what he was talking about, this would not deter him from accompanying him on this yearly hunt. After much begging, his wonderful girlfriend allowed him to take five days to attempt to find a Bigfoot. Benjamin used the last three days before the trip to create a map with all the possible locations. He finally finished his extensive map the morning that the trip was to begin. Benjamin and Jake were to meet up at Jake's house in the early afternoon. Benjamin packed clothes for five days as well as two video cameras, one with night vision, binoculars, a sleeping bag, a tent, a carton of Marlboro Reds, three flashlights, all of which 1,200 lumen or more, a voice recorder, a fifth of unnamed rum, a fifth of unnamed tequila, 20 feet of strong rope, four battery packs, a 24-pack of double A's, and enough guns to arm a small army. Jake packed clothes for the five days, as well as a GoPro, two flashlights, all of which being over 2,000 lumen, a sleeping bag, an extra carton of Marlboro Reds, because Benjamin would run out on day three, two walkie-talkies with a five-mile distance, a compass, a fifth of unnamed whiskey, two cases of unnamed good beer, not Bud Light, enough knives for 20 kitchens, a case of water, and three cases of Monster. With all the supplies packed into Benjamin's terrible new vehicle, they were ready to set off on their journey. The, de the destination was for south-central Tennessee near the Buffalo River. The drive was about nine hours, 
and they planned on making it in just one night. With stops, they figured about 10 hours. The plan was to leave at 10 p.m. and be at their camping destination by 8 or 9 a.m. Jake took the first driving shift and the second driving shift. In fact, Jake did all the driving because Benjamin actually sleeps. The drive went quick, however, because Jake listened to the best podcast ever, the Paranatural Podcast. When getting near their destination, they realized they didn't bring any food, so they stopped at a local grocery store and got five pounds of hardtack, six pounds of pickled eggs, six cans of Boston baked beans, 20 pounds of peanut M&Ms, eight pounds of ham, and two loaves of bread. After purchasing the necessities, they were off to find the perfect spot to set up their camp. They found a place with great tree coverage next to a small lake. After setting up the tent, they began setting up the cameras for the best vantage points. By late afternoon, the two were hungry. Benjamin ate three pounds of M&Ms, and Jake ate all of the pickled eggs. Worn out by all the driving, the two decided to get drunk and tell stories of monsters and aliens. Benjamin, of course, knew all of the legends of the area, he told tales of a cannibalistic Bigfoot that allegedly ate an entire Boy Scout troop. Jake told tales of a Bigfoot who had irritable bowel syndrome. The Bigfoot suffering from IBS once defensively shit at a hiker and sent him 30 feet with a brand new coat of brown shit. After those very true stories, the two decided to get some shut-eye. Benjamin was woken up by a terrible stench and a bellowing cackle. All at once, it had made sense to Benjamin. Jake ate six pounds of pickled eggs and unleashed a fury of gas that was nothing short of chemical warfare. Benjamin spent the rest of the night outside listening to, the imp to his immature friend ripping ass and laughing like a child. After a rough night of barely any sleep, Benjamin awoke to the sun peeking over the trees and Jake warming ham over the fire. Today was Benjamin's birthday, so Jake made him a breakfast ham sandwich and cracked him a monster. After breakfast, and Jake laughing more about the flatulence that scared Benjamin away, the two were off to find a Bigfoot. Benjamin pulled out his map and went to a cave that he had marked. He and Jake made it to the cave with ease, but what they found inside chilled them both to the bone. Inside, they found many animal bones and a large pile of excrement. Being the enthusiast he was, Benjamin began digging through the poo, looking for a clue. Inside, he found more shit, but he had noticed it was still warm. He motioned for Jake to come over and feel, but he was met with Jake's middle finger and a disgusted look. Further into the cave, they discovered carvings on the wall. Jake was going to dismiss it because it looked to be gibberish, but old Poohan spent some time looking. All of a sudden, Benjamin realizes he recognized the markings to be Anna Anasazi carvings. Jake isn't the slightest bit surprised that Benjamin knows this because why the hell not? He knows everything else. He recognizes it to be a curse on anyone who ventures into the cave. 
Benjamin suggests they turn back, but Jake argues that it isn't fair. The warning of the curse was 200 yards into the cave. Jake then proceeded to pee on the written curse and flip it off. After this, Benjamin figured they were already cursed, so why not keep going? About another 200 yards into the cave, they heard what sounded like a rhythmic growl. At this point in the movie, people would run, but these characters are stupid. So, they went on to see what was making the noise. Around a bend in the cave, they saw a large dark mass on the cave floor. They approached it very carefully with their flashlights focused right on it. Yes, they're stupid. When they got close enough to see what it was, their blood ran cold. What they saw in front of them was a real Bigfoot. The two began walking backwards slowly, but for some reason there was a stick that far into the cave. Benjamin stepped on it, and the beast was startled awake. I know I didn't specify it was sleeping, but it was. It started running at the two, but Benjamin was ready. He pulled out his combination AK-57 Uzi radar laser triple barrel double scoped heat seeking shotgun. The beast apparently didn't get the memo and continued to charge them. As the bullets began to shred the beast limb from... <clears throat> this part is censored for all audiences due to the gruesome display of redneckatry. Benjamin reloaded and this time focused his fire on decapitating. Oop, oop, oop. Sorry. A little more censoring. So, did you know that no number between 1 and 999 has an A in it? Neat. The two made their way back to the camp with their bags dripping from mutilated Bigfoot pieces. Yeah, forgot to censor that part. Back at camp, Benjamin made himself a celebratory ham sandwich with M&Ms on it. Jake cracked open his whiskey and began drinking. Benjamin joined in on the drinking after his sandwich. By this time, it was dark and exhausted from a hardly any sleep the night before, Benjamin fell asleep in the tent. Benjamin awoke with a fright when he heard an unfamiliar voice. He grabbed his light and was speechless by what he saw. Jake was talking to what looked to be a clever little mongoose with the ability to talk, and it had a shrill, annoying voice. Benjamin went and slept outside again. The end. Happy birthday, Ben. Love you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you appreciated that story. I know I for sure did. Uh, <laughs> not so sure about the ham sandwich and Eminem thing, but but hey, I'll try it out. What the hell? Uh, again, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back with regular episodes here in just a few days. I promise if you're hearing this just a few days, we have a plan for the next couple of weeks, which is the first time we've ever had a plan for anything longer than that day. So, uh, you know, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spending time with us. Jacob, once again, thank you so much for the story. Even if I did post it five months late. Uh, all right, guys. See you next time. Good night.